traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hi, thanks for joining us for NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with National Cannabis Industry Association, where I do communications projects. Today, my guest is one of our members, Carol Richter, and her company is C. Richter HR Consulting. So she is a human resources consultant who's specializing some of her skills and background specifically for the cannabis industry. So let me just introduce Carol. Hi, Carol. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. We're so glad to talk to you today. Um, so as I mentioned, you are an employment and human resources expert. So tell me more about your professional background over the last several years. Well, at one point, I was in retail operations and decided to step out of retail. And it's at that time I focused in HR and really felt that I found my niche. That was, you know, where I was passionate, where I felt that I had the most uh, contributions. So I really focused on HR and got certifications and later got my master's in HR with a an emphasis in organizational leadership. Okay, great. So this is skills and information and knowledge that can apply to just about any industry. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. HR is the same animal across a variety of industries, different size organizations. Okay. So what inspired you to get more involved in the cannabis industry and become a member of NCIA? I had planned to launch my own HR consulting business in early 2014. That was the same time that, uh, Recreational marijuana was legalized here in Colorado. In fact, I decided to go to NCIA's trade uh, trade show in June of 2014. I got a table. I was so impressed with the level of professionalism, the cutting edge technology that I saw there, and I was I was intrigued by the industry from that point on. Do you have a personal? Uh, pull or desire to be involved in the cannabis industry or it it, uh, it was just the cannabis industry is new and exciting or do you have a personal reason for being 
called to work with the cannabis folks? My, uh, I had a family member who was very sick in 2014, and we were actually exploring the use of cannabis as an alternative to pain medication. Uh, so we also had that personal level of interest at that time. Right, right. I find that most people know somebody or have either personal or or family or friends who um, have been trying cannabis or wanting to try cannabis for various ailments. Um, so that's that's something I find quite often. Um, so mm. as as we mentioned, your company, C. Richter HR Consulting, has been a member of NCIA for a couple of years since that trade show. Um, and you've even spoken on panels in subsequent Cannabis Business Summit and Expo shows that we've done. Um, you've spoken on some of our panels around best practices in human resources. So are you a one-woman show? Yes. Um, I enjoy um, driving my own car <laughs> and, and just worrying about myself and then interacting with a variety of companies and uh, trying to contribute. And yes, I always, you mentioned my speaking on a variety of panels and I often emphasize the fact that in this industry, people are so hypersensitive about the uh, laws and regulations that surround cannabis that sometimes they forget about the employment laws and regulations that they also have to acknowledge and uh, be compliant with. Sure, absolutely. So uh, as you're alluding to, what are the services that you're offering. Uh, yeah, just tell me more about your company, um, the services you're offering, and, and why. And much like you said, a lot of the cannabis industry is focused on these big picture federal issues like banking and, and taxation and uh, federal descheduling. Um, so bring it back down to the practical stuff that, that you do for these cannabis companies in the realm of HR. Well, three things. I offer advice. Uh, Yay, when, advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, owners need advice on their hiring choice, on terminating employees, how to uh, manage performance. So I offer advice when and as they need it. I offer training. So management training uh, for the owners or their team, their management team. Sure. We do it in webinars or instructor-led sessions. And then we, I also do what I call project management, which is usually starts with a HR audit. I go on site, uh, do Q&A for a two to four hours, and assessing how they pay their people and how they onboard people. And usually when I leave that workplace, they have a better understanding of what they're doing right and a couple things they need to implement to be more compliant. From something like an HR audit, we can go into more strategic conversations in the future surrounding compensation strategies, benefit strategies, workforce planning, uh, and much, much more. Okay. So it sounds like you can get quite a lot of information in just a couple of hours or, or maybe during an afternoon. Um, so 
Also, I, I imagine these companies are starting small, maybe a few years ago. Maybe they were just a one-person company or maybe just a couple of friends starting a cannabis company. And now perhaps they've scaled and grown and, and maybe they have a team of 10, 15 people. And I imagine that is is something that you see as a scenario in the cannabis industry where these business owners think but it's an entirely different thing to run a company with like a dozen people is that something you see a lot in the cannabis industry specifically absolutely so often somebody has a great idea about a product or a service so they start their business and then it and then it's difficult to backtrack and it's you can't possibly be the expert in your product or service and accounting and HR and marketing, you know, you have to learn how to wear all to once you get your company explodes, it is difficult to stop and then take the time to learn your responsibility, uh, for instance, with employment laws and regulations. Mm, yep. Accounting. That is not something I would really want to do, personally <laughs> speaking. Maybe the marketing. That sounds right. more my speech. <laughs> well, or you have to partner with a, an expert, you know, and you have to outsource and know when to draw on expertise outside of the company until you can develop those competencies. Sure. And, and I think it's wise to do that. I mean, you know what you know, you know what you don't know but you also don't know what you don't know. So I guess that's why there's experts out there to help us fill in those blanks and gaps, right? Right. Awesome. So, all right, let's talk about maybe some of the blunders that you've seen business owners make. We're not naming any names here, but <laughs> what are what are some interesting like uh-ohs or boo-boos that you've seen an owner, a business owner make in, in relation to these employment practices, employment laws, and human resources? Well, I was thinking about an incident that happened at an industry event. I ran into a woman that I knew, and she was so excited to tell me about her new role. She was going to be a key player in an organization she felt was going to take off. And she wanted to introduce me to the owner of the company. So we walked over and she introduced me as an HR consultant. And she said, you know, we should really, you know, use Carol as a resource. We are going to grow so fast in the next year. Mm -hmm. I think she'll be a great business partner. Yeah. And the woman laughed and she said, oh, we don't need HR. And she reached over and she tweaked this woman's breast. What? <laughs> And then she laughed some more and she reached over and tweaked it again. What? And she thought that was funny. And, you know. These are adults? Yes. And, you know, <laughs> and that's what happens with, uh, you know, well, it happens when we drink too much, for instance. But I was disappointed that the next day she didn't call me and say, obviously, I need management training and leadership development. Mm. So that that was disappointing that she didn't call, but I saw my friend was devastated by, uh, she was embarrassed and she yeah. had, and it was demeaning in a public place like that in an industry event. Yeah. In and, a professional setting indeed. Right. Right. And, uh, so at the very least 
she probably didn't think as highly of the business as she did prior to that gesture. And she would have had a case if she had chose to, you know, file a charge here in Colorado. All employees are protected regardless of employer size. And she would have had a case if she had chose to file a charge. And the fines, you know, the fines for that kind of behavior can be equivalent to uh, the net profits of an entire year. So... Yeah, so moral of the story is no tweaking. And (laughs) let's take a quick commercial break and come right back and chat with you some more about this really valuable information about HR practices. Stay tuned to CannabisRadio.com for NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Saturn Ranch. How high do you like your profit margin? CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com Okay, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we are talking with Carol Richter, of C. Richter HR Consulting, and she has just shared a story of one thing she saw in the cannabis industry um, that would have been one of just advice not to do. Here's what not to do. If you're hiring somebody, don't get inappropriate, no inappropriate touching your employees, particularly in a professional setting, much less at all. Right, Carol? (laughs) Correct. Okay, we've got that covered. And you would think some of this is common sense, but, you know, it's worth saying the cannabis industry does see itself as a unique and different and forward-thinking industry. So, yeah, obviously we are okay with consuming cannabis and and having an open mind and and having a different lifestyle than maybe you know the bankers association for example but that doesn't mean professionalism uh, should be thrown out the window. Um, so there's a way to balance all this. And I think 
Carol, what you're doing is is helping us find that happy medium. Would you say so? Yes, I think to your point, Bethany, you know, much of it is common sense. Be sure to treat people with respect. Um, when I go into organizations, I would I would say that they first should know their obligations as an employer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the basics are how do you pay your people correctly? And that is covered under uh, the federal law, the federal, um, the Fair Labor Standards Act. Yes, you should pay them with money, not in joints, right? (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. You need to know your obligations. You know, you need to know how to pay your people um, correctly, how to treat your people, and how to keep them safe. Those are the three foundational uh, elements. And an employer can go and do a search on employment laws by the numbers, and you can see the laws that you're responsible for. Or you can, if you have the time, you can research this on your own, or you can consult with somebody like myself and get um, training on these subjects. But, you know, so there is the Fair Labor Standards Act, which talks about exempt versus non-exempt people, salary versus hourly, just a lot of things that you wouldn't know about unless you do your research. There are a lot of nuances that employers need to learn so that they can be fully compliant. Definitely. So with folks like you, really busy cannabis professionals don't have to go reinvent the wheel and and start from scratch with all their research. They can simply tap your expertise and figure out how to handle these bigger issues that maybe they've never handled before. So that's awesome. Um, So moving on. Are there unique human resources concerns other than the story that you shared before um, about the trade show and the two women? But are there unique HR concerns for the cannabis industry that you don't see in other industries? Or are, are we really just like everyone else? This product, this plant, is illegal at the fe- you know in the eyes of the federal government. So for now. I th- yes. Uh, And I think that it's our responsibility to explain this situation, give a good job preview to any potential employee coming into your organization. Uh, Regardless of, you know, what we personally think about the situation, we should give them a very good job preview of what's involved. So that's one thing. And secondly, it's cash heavy. And... Mm-hmm. That I'm always concerned about the employees in this industry and what it's going to take, what we're going to have to suffer before, you know, we're entitled to use the banking system. <sighs> so, you know, it doesn't matter how um, comprehensive an employer's strategy is around security. I still think there's a risk that uh, concerns me. So. Sure. So, so the banking crisis that the cannabis industry faces is pretty unique as compared to other industries. Pretty mm-hmm. much every other industry can have normal banking services, but cannabis industries, uh, cannabis industry companies, um, are having a lot of trouble, as as you're implying, um, finding and keeping normal banking. So that means customers have to pay in cash. And, and there is a lot of cash at the end of the day. And these are transported 
either through, uh, you know, I mean, I, I remember 15 whatever years ago and I worked at um, a shoe store, a retail clothing store, right? And at the end of the day, you empty out the cash register of the cash and you have to make it, you have to drive to the bank, you know, across the parking lot or whatever and deposit the cash. Now, compared to the cannabis industry, it's a huge amount of cash. We're not talking a little blue zipper bag of, you know, a a little bit of money. No, these dispensaries, I mean, can you imagine how much money that they have to deposit at the end of the day? And and, and it's probably mostly in like fives, tens, and twenties. And yeah, so there's also armored vehicles that, have been hired if if the employees themselves aren't taking this cash. So totally seeing that risk right there. It, that's a safety issue. That is completely sometimes scary. And, and that's one of the reasons why NCIA and our lobbyists in Washington, D.C. are working on the banking crisis on behalf of the industry. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's a huge part that makes this unique. Um, so it's federally illegal first and foremost, and it's cash heavy. So there's that risk. And I'm guessing we also have a younger workforce, traditionally speaking, uh, some, the, the bud tenders tend to be on the younger side. Is that true? So a little bit more training. Oh, sure. You know, there are some great benefits to the fact that it's a younger workforce. I think we're seeing, risk takers and um, innovative thinkers and we're seeing millennials. (laughs) Yeah. And we're seeing great technology. You know, we're getting away from paper-based processes and I think all of that are, they're great trends. You know, it's really going to be, um, not only is it going to be cutting edge for this industry, it's going to be cutting edge for business in general. So I'm very excited to be a part of that. But at the same time, just by definition, if you have a younger workforce, they're less experienced. So um, hopefully owners and managers recognize that and they do find mentors and consultants and people that they can partner with to uh, strategize and brainstorm and talk about their business problems. Sure, sure. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, opportunities for getting young workforce people up to speed with, with all these things that you've been mentioning and empowering them to make the right decisions um, on behalf of the, the whole team um, because we all have a responsibility here and everybody that works in the cannabis industry should be doing their best to portray a responsible and you know legitimate industry. Um, so all this is important and empowering everybody to do so and, and to think and to make sure we're doing the right thing and being compliant is incredibly important. Um, so when we come back from the commercial break, I definitely want to kind of go over, uh, you know, the top advice you might have for any cannabis business owner who may not have a strong background in HR um, and then and then see what else uh, we want to talk about, about talent management and what those trends are as well. So stay tuned. Uh, We'll be right back after the commercial on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Don't go away. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. 
Portfolio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin, here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. We're talking with Carol Richter. She's our HR expert, giving us all kinds of valuable advice. And we've we've definitely been chatting about some best practices and some some risks and and, and all about how the cannabis industry and HR collide. Um, So back to you, Carol. I wanted to sort of give us a snapshot. What is what is the top advice that you would give a cannabis business owner who may not have managed employees or overseen a company or or just having a strong background in human resources in general. Maybe they've been they've been making cookies in their kitchen all by themselves for 10 years and now they finally have a company and all these employees and what do they do with them? What's your top advice? Well, again, set your foundations and know your obligations. So do that search, employer law, employment laws by the numbers, mm-hmm. and see which laws you must uh, comply with. Look at your state. Know that if the two conflict, you have to go with the higher standard. But beyond mm-hmm. that, there are some great trends in talent management. Um, So what was known as human resources has actually evolved into what we call talent acquisition and management. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's your people, your intellectual property, your greatest asset. Your people are important. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, at one point we will be legal nationwide. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And then... It'll be, we'll be competing for the best talent in the marketplace. So we may be uh, in the position to hire 
to be choosy at this point, but soon it will be competitive. And the trends, I think, that are most important that owners should read about and start to pay attention to trends in recruiting. Uh, recruiting has, or what we call talent acquisition, has evolved in the last 10 years Um Recruiters have mad skills with respect to technology. Mm. They're no longer just waiting for people to come to them with their resumes. They're going out and finding um, passive uh, candidates. For instance, if you're looking for a master grower, you know, a really skilled uh, recruiter can find the good schools and go after people who may not have considered the cannabis industry before, and they can find people with that expertise. There is great technology in HR these days, and we should no longer be creating paper files and being dependent on paper and Excel spreadsheets. But instead, uh, you can find very reasonably priced HR information systems, HRIS, um, that can help you become more efficient and free up more of your time for big picture uh, work. Carol, I like Excel spreadsheets. I really get into like <laughs> color coding them and stuff. I know, okay. but there's there's better stuff out there, you know, with color codes and everything. But I mean, with <laughs> for instance, there is like a performance management software that I just uh, demoed for a client, and they have an engagement module. It's called Tiny Pulse, and they have an engagement mo- module where you can send out questions to your workforce and get. Uh, get a response instantly, and it keeps your people engaged. It lets you know what they're thinking. Uh, it surfaces um, things rather than letting things um, be buried or um, not rate the priority that they should. Uh, it also has oh. a performance management module where an employee could reach out to a manager. We just finished and ask the question, we just finished a project. What do you think about my contribution? And they can get that instant feedback that they're looking for. So this is very real-time software that could increase engagement and um, improve the organizational culture. Yeah, it sounds like it's it's a really good way to create, uh, you know, a side flow where they're could traditionally be very strict hierarchies and boundaries and and doors to get through in order to get Mm -hmm. that kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. So that's really fantastic. Do you find that those managers are are happy to to have that access to, you know, maybe the the coordinator that they they never see because there's two other managers in between them? Do, do, Do you find that the higher ups are looking for that or how is that integrating into what they're used to? Well, I think it will help to deconstruct the hierarchy and make the flatter organizations that, you know, with greater accessibility that, you know, uh, that cultivate teamwork and innovation. So I think it's a very positive uh, piece of technology and, Certainly worth a try. Cool. Um, tell me, tell us again what the name of that technology is, just for those curious. Tiny Pulse. Cool. All right. I'm going to check that out too. Well, we have run out of time, but I would encourage anybody who wants to talk more to Carol to reach out. Um, her, again, her company name is 
C. Richter, HR Consulting, and she is a member of NCIA, uh, so you can find her company in our membership directory or Google search. And Carol, are you going to be at the Cannabis Business Summit and Expo this June in Oakland, California? Uh, Unfortunately, I have to miss that summit. No problem. It happens. We've been happy to have you in the past. Um, So, again, I wish we had more time. I'd love to talk to you again soon. Um, Thanks for joining us. I hope you had a good time chatting with us today and educating listeners about some of the more nitty-gritty parts of running a business. So, Carol, as we wrap up here, um, I did want to talk about uh, the Human Resources Committee at NCIA, which you've been involved in as we've sort of gotten our our legs standing uh, on a few of our committees, which is an opportunity for NCIA members to come together and talk about best practices on a certain particular topic in the cannabis industry. So, of course, the Human Resources Committee is, is made for people like you. So, I just wanted to talk about that real quickly and what you might want to share with listeners about what the Human Resources Committee at NCIA is up to. Well, you can certainly let NCIA know if you are a human resources professional or responsible for that at your organization. We would love to have you on the committee. Uh, We would also, we will soon be sending out a survey to ask employers what's important to them because we would like the uh, association to dictate to us what to work on. Okay, great. So there's going to be some communication going out pretty soon with this survey, and you're still kind of putting the final finishing touches on that survey right right now. Um, but we'll be able to send that out to our membership pretty soon, and then you'll be able to get some feedback. And then your committee is going to decide what to do from there. Is that right? Yes, we will take direction from the membership. Cool. I like it. So HR really does want to serve the people. I kind of I get it. Oh, wait, we've changed the name from Human Resources to Talent Acquisition and Management. I'm going to totally remember that one. (laughs) All right. Well, that is it. We've run out of time. Thank you again, Carol, for joining us. This has been great. I've really enjoyed hearing all this wisdom about human resources and employment practices, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Um, So thank you again. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. We'll see you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.